We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon's offensive line just got a whole lot bigger, and we're going to be talking about the latest addition for Alik Terry in the 2024 class on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. It is Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. Happy 4th, everybody. Hope everyone has a, a great day. Maybe you uh, maybe you crack open a cold one or hang out with some friends and family, go out and enjoy some nice weather wherever you are. Uh, hope everyone can just enjoy the day. Uh, no, you know, it's a, it's a day off, so hopefully everybody can have an awesome time with, uh, you know, their friends and family. So now we should get into today's latest episode. We got another recruiting focused episode of the podcast. Um, this one is admittedly a little bit late, but we're going to be talking about one of the newer commitments uh, for Oregon here in the 2024 recruiting class. We talked about uh, Washington, D.C., St. John's running back, Dejon Riggs, who committed uh, on Monday. But now we're going to rewind the clock a little bit more and we're going to be talking about Another recent commit for Oregon here in the 2024 class, and that is Pinson, Alabama, Clay Chalkville High School offensive tackle Jaquan Shaq McRoy. Um, this is a quite literally massive addition for Dan Lanning and the Oregon Ducks on the recruiting trail. Any way you look at it, you know, just from a physical standpoint, Jaquan McRoy is listed at six foot eight, 365 pounds. He's uh, uh, rated by the 247 Sports Composite as a four-star prospect, 0.9316, ranked the number 171 player nationally, the number 12 offensive tackle, and the number 11 recruit in the state of Alabama. And if you look at just the 247 rankings, he's the, they have him as their number 59 player, their number three offensive tackle, and their number six recruit in the state of Alabama. So, Ducks getting an absolute player along the offensive line uh, at that tackle spot. He had 18 reported scholarship offers and chose Oregon from a final four that consisted of Oregon, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. He was on campus in Eugene for his official visit um, just a couple weeks ago, that June 23rd through 25th big weekend. So another recruit along with Dejon Riggs that the Ducks were able to trip out for an official visit. And they, you know, they hit on that. They converted that recruiting momentum. They made the pitch. And, um, you know, Riggs and McCroy now 
wanted to hop on board. So we're going to be breaking this down from, uh, you know, all angles as we like to do. But we're going to throw on some tape here. If you're watching us over on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on future episodes of the podcast. Um, I'm going to get a little bit of help here on this evaluation from my guy, Cooper Pategna over uh, at 247 Sports. He is a national recruiting analyst, and he used to work in the recruiting department at Oregon. I've uh, gotten to meet him in person a couple times out on the trail, most recently at the Elite 11, and he does a heck of a job. So here's what Cooper Pategna of 247 Sports had to say about McCroy. Estimated at six foot and 365 pounds, possesses a massive frame with limited to no growth potential to add weight to his frame. Flashes good athleticism at the right and left tackle position. D displays good foot and body quickness for his size. Shows the ability to explode into both his run and pass sets. Has a tendency to play a little high off the line of scrimmage, but overcompensates with size and frame. More of a leaner at the point of attack, but flashes some power in his hands and ability to naturally move defenders off the line of scrimmage. Shows the ability to play in space at the second level and doesn't appear to be limited to only playing in a power scheme at the next level. Reactionary athlete that bends well for his size and possesses some quick twitch traits in the upper and lower body. Although he will need some physical and technical refinement at the next level, McCroy possesses a combination of size and athleticism at the right tackle position that is certain to excel at the next level. Projects as a power five multi-year starter at the right tackle position with the ability to continue to develop into an all-conference prospect and a potential day one or day or two NFL draft choice. Recent examples of McCroy's body types at the NFL and collegiate level include Orlando Brown from the Kansas City Chiefs and Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Yeah, so I think obviously a lot of what uh, Cooper had to say there shows up on the tape for McCroy. You see him kind of bouncing back and forth between the left and right tackle spots. That's a highlight that I really like. I want to run back. I think when you're talking about violent hands, this is exactly what you're looking at. And I think that um, McCroy makes up for playing a little bit high sometimes with those powerful hands. You can see him just strike the defender down here. And then, you know, once, once you get him on the ground, you know, if you just, all you got to do is lay on top of him, then you're, you're pretty set. Um, so I do like the, the mobility and agility that he has for a guy of his size. Uh, but that said, uh, you know, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time, I think for him to get to the college level and then for the Oregon staff to, to really, the strength and conditioning staff that is to really get his body where they want him to be at, because you're not going to be playing college football at 365 pounds more, more likely than not. I don't think you're going to, um, you know, I think about guys like Faope Laulu who came in, I want to say like, you know, over 350. Um, and now he's playing at a much lower weight. I don't remember off the top of my head, but Oregon has experience with these massive offensive linemen. And I think McCroy is, is an awesome addition um, I think that he is a really good example of how you can't just let uh, your size and, you know, just mass dictate everything. You know, you're not going to be a special player if you're just relying on your size all the time. You know, you got to be able to get to the second level uh, like he did there at the end of that highlight. Um, I do think you'd like to see him finish a couple more blocks, you know, especially with how big he is. He does have that explosiveness, but Sometimes there were, I feel like there were a couple of highlights in there where I was kind of surprised that he wasn't able to get his defender to the ground. Um, but that's okay. It's not, you know, the, the end all be all, if you will, when it comes to offensive line recruiting uh, and, you know, evaluations, I'm still trying to get better at that. So 
That's why I wanted to read uh, Cooper's analysis because I know he's seen him in person uh, a number of times. So that's kind of what we're looking at when you're looking at Jaquan McRoy. Um, and as far as you know, when he could see the playing when he could see playing time at Oregon, I'm not so sure he projects as a guy who's going to see the field early because he does need to refine his body and his technique. Um, like I was kind of mentioning and Cooper said in his evaluation. Um, so I don't think that's a bad thing though, because with the way the ducks have leveraged the portal, uh, bringing in Nishad Strouther, bringing in junior Angelau, Johnny Cornelius, I don't, I don't think they're going to be in the position where they're going to need McCroy to play right away. Uh, especially if you're going to have, you know, another, another year of, uh, Josh Connerly after 2023. So they're, they're definitely in the good spot. Uh, if we're just looking at offensive tackle depth, but I think another thing we have to talk about here with this commitment is Alif Terry. Alif Terry comes in and gets right to work, flexing his muscles as a recruiter. Um, and you'll remember if you, if not, maybe you can go find the the video of the podcast that I did talking about um, Alif Terry and why I thought he was going to be such a good hire for Oregon. We haven't really been able to see too much from an on-field perspective aside from the spring game. Uh, how the offensive line was playing, but they were broken up. So you didn't have all of the starters on the same side. So it's kind of hard to, to read how, how well they were really playing from just that um, sample size. But as a recruiter, Ali Terry is doing all the right things. Um, you know, if you're looking just aside from McCroy, you have uh, Fox Crater in the fold. Um, that's a guy who's taken a lot of trips and they've made sure to get him back on campus twice now. Um, four visits. Um, so I think that that's great. You want to try to keep your guys committed and then go and get more guys. Sorry for you guys watching on YouTube. It's a, it's a little bright in my room and I'm trying to mess with the blind here a little bit, but you, you want to keep those guys that are committed, still committed to you. And, and Fox crater is certainly worth the time and energy it takes to do that. His stock only continues to rise on the recruiting trail as is evidenced by his up, uh, his uh, jump in the rankings and all these other big name schools that are throwing their hat in the ring and trying to get them to budge off of that Oregon commitment. So I think that's one of the biggest things that Elite Terry has done is kept Fox Crater as a main priority on the offensive line. And then you also go in and you get Trent Ferguson, uh, a massive offensive lineman from West Salem High School uh, in the state of Oregon, as well as uh, Devin Brooks, almost said Dylan Brooks, because I'm thinking about the the trades and uh, the new landing spots in NBA free agency. I believe Dylan Brooks is headed to Houston, former duck uh, after spending the rest of his career with the Grizzlies. But Devin Brooks from Clackamas interior offensive lineman. Um, he has now uh, been committed to Oregon for a little bit. So it's important to grab those guys from in state that, that you think are capable of contributing to your program at a high level. So that's really great. And then I also have to talk about the the transfer portal pieces, right? At the time that Ajani Cornelius um, committed to Oregon, I think Adrian Clem was still in the fold, was still uh, the head coach. But Strouther is is all elite Terry, um, and he definitely deserves all the credit for that one. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I like the pieces that they brought in from the transfer portal to kind of help, you know, limit the step back that the offensive line is probably going to take just because they did so, so well last year. They hit some really high marks. Like I think it was five sacks uh, over the entire season. I'm not sure if they'll be able to hit that again, although they would love to. Um, so there's going to be some natural regression just when you have that good of a season and you lose some of that continuity. But am I saying that Oregon's offensive line is not still going to be a great one? Definitely not. I think all the pieces are there. Um, I have faith in only Terry as a coach. And then the rest of the coaches that they brought in, you know, um, Mike Cavanaugh, Cutter Leftwich along the offensive line. So I like the pieces that they brought in. And I like the way that this 2024 class is looking. And then what's more on this McCroy commitment, Alik Terry went all the way across the country into SEC country to pluck Jaquan McCroy out of the state of Alabama. The number one offensive lineman the state had to offer isn't going to be playing his college football in the SEC. He's going to be going out West to play for the Ducks in the Pac-12. And that's just something that I think is, some people would think is less and less likely to happen with the direction that college football is headed with conference realignment, with the SEC and the Big Ten being at the the forefront of the discussion, uh, producing a lot of these draft picks. And Oregon has become a destination for elite offensive linemen. And Elite Terry is showing with this Jaquan McRoy commitment that he plans to keep that the case. And this is just a really, really big commitment. And, um, you know, a, a big statement for Terry on the recruiting trail. You know, he's a young guy. Um, I remember I talked to McCroy before he committed and he was saying that elite Terry is kind of like his big bro. That's how he envisions him. Um, he realizes that the college players are still kids You know, we got to take care of our business, but we're going to have some fun along the way at the same time. So I think that they just really checked the boxes with McCroy. Uh, his family came out on the official visit with him. So, uh, really important that elite Terry was spending a lot of time with, with, uh, with McCroy's mom from what I was told. So that's obviously super important. You got to win over mom. If you're going to be flying her son across the country to play his college football. Um, what else can I get into here? So, yeah, I, I really like how this class is coming together for Oregon along the offensive line. And now you have a couple other big names that you got to turn your attention to, right? Um, you have the number one offensive tackle in the country in Brandon Baker out of Santa Ana modern day. Um, you know, he's a guy that I have felt pretty good about with, with Oregon in terms of Oregon being the spot for him, but he released his top 10, I think last month. So he's really taken the recruiting process slowly, got out to take a lot of trips. Don't believe he made it out to Eugene in the month of June, but I don't think that's a huge problem. Um, I think they'll get him back on campus sooner than later. That being said, it does seem like there's a lot of, um, a lot of noise and a lot of smoke around Texas in this recruitment, kind of from some of the people that I've talked to close to that recruitment. Um, that's what I'm hearing that Texas is, is a contender to watch for, for Brandon Baker. Um, I know that Nebraska was another one that has been floated out there. Matt rule has the Cornhuskers recruiting at a crazy level that I haven't seen from them. I don't think ever in my time covering the recruiting beat recruiting trail. Um, Georgia's still in the mix. 
He talked about wanting to take a visit out to Alabama, which I think he did. I'm not totally sure yet. But all that said, these other schools are going to stay involved. But I really like the job that Elite Terry and Dan Lenny have done for Brandon Baker. Just And I talked about this in my last update I had on Baker. It was a while ago. But it was really interesting just talking about how it almost made too much sense for Brandon Baker to go to Oregon. Or he'd be too comfortable if he went to Oregon. But that was a big hurdle that I think they've overcome and proven to him that that's not going to be the case if he comes to Oregon. So uh, Brandon Baker continues to be a top top priority for Dan Lanning and Malik Terry uh, when you're looking at this class. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, there is another big um, another big target that the Ducks are going after in the 2024 class along the uh, offensive line, and that is 2024 IEA Hawaii interior offensive lineman Preston Talmua who is reportedly down to a commitment date on July 16th. So that's 12 days from today. And he has a top five of Oregon, Alabama, Auburn, Nebraska, and Arizona. So I think for Preston Tamua, I, I haven't logged a prediction for him, but and I haven't talked to him admittedly in this process, but that's kind of the beauty sometimes when it comes to recruiting is that you don't have to talk to the recruit. You can find the sources and um, you know you get your information that way. But let me just lay it out like this uh, for Preston Tamua. I think Oregon is in a great spot here because he took his official visit to the with the Ducks last month, and no doubt that that trip went very well. Oregon has a history with uh, players from Hawaii, doing a great job with them. Um, you know, look at Marcus Mariota, right? He's a pretty pretty well, um, but. For Elite Terry specifically, he coached at the University of Hawaii. So there's no doubt in my mind that he built relationships and, and, and knew about the top players in the state uh, on the various islands. And offensive lineman Preston Tamua, you know, he's the number one player in the state of Hawaii. Um, so that's why I think that Oregon has a good chance here is that Elite Terry, you know, tabbed him as a guy that he wanted or wanted to watch. Um, in this 2024 class, and they I bet they have a good relationship. 21 reported offers also took trips out to Arizona, Auburn, and Nebraska, but it looks like the Ducks got the final official visit before his uh, upcoming commitment date on July 16th, so that gives them a great chance, I think, in this recruitment, and then they're still looking for, you know, the center, their center in this 2024 class, and Preston Tamua is 6'4", 315 pounds, um, and, and, you know, when you watch him on tape, he can really uh, you know, go toe to toe with those big bodies in the trenches. Um, and he's got great feet and just kind of everything that you want and your offensive lineman. So I think that Preston Tamua to Oregon makes a lot of sense. Uh, I definitely have to do a little bit more digging on that one, but I think that just from reading into it a little bit and kind of dissecting things on the surface, I think the ducks have a great shot with Preston Tamua here in the 2024 class. But aside from Brandon Baker and Preston Tamua, I think Oregon's looking pretty good for their offensive line haul in this 2024 class. The only other name that kind of comes to mind is Eddie Pierre-Lewis, a uh, big-time offensive lineman out of the Tampa area in Florida. Um, you know, he always plays the, the super cool sunglasses, uh, and he can run. He's a sprinter as well. Um, but it doesn't seem like Oregon has a whole lot of momentum right now with Eddie Pierre-Lewis. So in my opinion, I think Brandon Baker and um, – Preston Tabua are the big names that you need to watch. Uh, it doesn't seem like Baker is closing on, in on a decision anytime soon. That will probably be um, that will probably be um, 
in December, I think is, is what I was being told when I talked to Brandon, but maybe his timeline has changed a little bit. So I got to try to get him back on the phone. So now with two new commitments in the fold with Jaquan McRoy and Dejon Riggs in the fold, Oregon's attention now turns to one of the biggest names that has been on their big board. And that's Elijah rushing out of Tucson, Arizona, South point Catholic. He's scheduled to announce his commitment in just two days. On Thursday, July 6th, we'll choose from a top four of Oregon, Notre Dame, Tennessee, and Arizona. I believe that's an afternoon commitment, but I'll make sure to give you guys all the details over on Ducks Digest and uh, on Twitter at mtouristsports. I have my prediction in for Oregon on Elijah Rushing, but that could change potentially here in the next 48 hours. So got to see what's going on there, but I love the work that the staff has put in. I think that Dan Lanning and Tosh LaFoy really set themselves apart here, Tony Tuioti as well. Uh, for Elijah rushing along the offensive or the defensive line, excuse me. Tennessee got the last trip there, but he also took officials out to Notre Dame, Oregon, and Arizona. So I like Oregon's chances, but I really believe that's going to be a close battle with the Arizona Wildcats for Elijah rushing. Uh, and then you also have Kamar Matuti, a uh, big time linebacker that previously transferred to Los Alamitos in Southern California. He's going to be announcing his college commitment on July 10th. Uh, hasn't announced, uh, you know, finalists for that, but he has released the top five uh, of Oregon, Texas, Michigan State, uh, Washington, and UCLA, I think. Oh, I really thought I was going to be able to name all of those off the top of my head, um, but I think I might have messed that one up. So I'm going to go ahead and see if I can pull this up. Um, top five for Kamar Matuti, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Utah, and Michigan State. So I think the Ducks have a great chance to land Kamar Matuti. I still have my prediction on him, and I don't plan on moving that one. Um, and then I, th- I think those are the the major ones that we have to keep an eye on right now. So uh, plenty to track here in the month of July. Ducks starting the month off strong. But that's about all I have for you guys on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, make sure you lock in with me on Twitter and Instagram, at mtaurussports. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Hit the like and subscribe buttons and the notification bell. You guys know the rules. And share the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. Uh, Until next time, happy 4th. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.